What is a podcast? Oh, this five. It's called menopause when a woman goes 12 months without a period. What is a podcast? Oh, this five. With maintaining or sustaining erection. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Did you enjoy your Mother's Day? I did. I just think it's 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 funny how we ended up at Gather. <laughs> um, I it mean, would have been nice to go to San Francisco where the boy wanted to go to that whatever place it was, a French bistro, soul food or something. No, wait, I don't know what he called it. Yeah, it just wasn't, pl- it wasn't <laughs> planned out very well, but that's what you get. Well, if... She hadn't been working dog sitting. We could have done it. We could have waited. We could have hung around till one fifteen. He just didn't know you have to make reservations for tables and right. You know, give him props. He's only seventeen and had to figure that out the hard way. Yeah, I mean, no, it worked out. I didn't. I mean, I thought it, it was. Gather's easy to find. It's easy to park. Um, and the way food is the so good. Yeah, no, it's really good. The food is so good. And like you said, it's not all the way in the city. So, But I think it's, you know, I like that he wanted to go somewhere different. Yeah. Than staying in back, you know, in home, in our town. Yeah, no, it was it was cool. I enjoyed it. I always enjoy that place, so. Because as of yesterday, I thought he was going to, we were going to McDonald's. No, I know. He's all, Mom, if we have to take you, then we're going to McDonald's. We weren't going to McDonald's. He was being funny. <laughs> I know. I know. That wasn't going to happen. I wouldn't allow that to happen. On his budget, it would have been McDonald's. Well, his budget's our budget, so it doesn't really matter because <laughs> we pay for everything. So, but no, it was it was cool. No complaints. And I was driving when we got home, and when I went to go get dinner, and of course, all the water is still going. Oh, uh, we need to rolling around in the need car. To, uh, need to put some towels on that. No, I know, but that's underneath. You can't. You can't necessarily. You keep get... saying this underneath. You got to get the water on the carpet. I know. It's not underneath the car. It's underneath that mat. It's right, underneath but it the mat. It soaks rug. through. Okay, the mat. Any, okay, so why don't we just like explain why there's water? <laughs> I mean, it's not the, I don't think it's that great of a story. Went and got salt water and put the jugs in the back and it fell over and water filled the bottom of the car. Isn't, I mean, yes, I guess if you want to say it filled the bottom of the car, whatever. Well, there's. 10 gallons under there, probably. Yeah, I'm sure some of it spilled out onto the roadway. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Either. Some of it's also in the back near the bump, um, the spare tire. Yeah. In that well. So. I heard it this on the way to get dinner and back. I was like, okay. I mean, it'll eventually dry out. Every time you stop at an intersection, you can hear the water sh- to the front and you take off and it swishes to the back. Yeah, I mean, eventually it'll dry up, I guess. I don't know. There's no way to drain it. That's the problem. You can't drain it from the bottom. I mean, I guess you could if you want to drill holes in the floor plan. That's not good. Up underneath the bottom of the Yeah, that's the floor plan. I'm not (laughs) drilling holes in the floor plan. That's not going to happen. I'm also glad we talked to your dad about cars because... Oh, you got something out of that? Well, (laughs) he said he wouldn't get a Subaru again. Well, that's not exactly what he said. What he said was... He said, I wouldn't recommend it. He said he wouldn't recommend it for the long term. But if you're someone who flips cars around, you know, every we're four or five years, people, or, you know, three or four years or whatever. Yeah, but we're not. We yeah, we're long-term people. Fucking ever. So, he so, say it was a it, so I did car. get something out of it in okay. that because I know we keep cars forever, that it's not a good idea to get a Subaru, according right. to your dad's experience. All right. I mean, that's something. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I'm pretty whatever about it. <laughs> it I mean, car's a car. In I know. Terms of, for me, I and just I don't, don't want to have to turn around and get another one in three or four years. I don't think that's unless we're the thing is, is we're not going to use the car that much. So I don't see us putting a lot of mileage on it. Like in the past, I don't commute anymore. So it's not like I'm going to be driving a car, you know, 
six, seven hundred miles a week. So no, you're right. Whatever car we get, it's gonna. And it's interesting because I was doing all the tax stuff tonight, and I was looking at okay, you know how much I spent, how much we spent for you know medicine and Kaiser and all that, and then I got to the fast track, you know the stuff you spend for the bridges, the tolls, and I went through starting last year and. And I realized it stopped. I couldn't find anything past March yeah. 16th. And I nope. kept going, why am I missing? Because they closed the offices. Right. I'm like, duh, COVID. Yeah, no gas. Gas, well, Dad not no gas, but gas went down. March 15th on. No tolls. Um, I spend money on lunches. They don't buy lunches. Oh, yeah, that was another thing. I was like, this cafe, this cafe. Well, it was it's the funny same queue. It was funny because I found this um, on Tumblr, one of the people you follow, um, parentheticals. How's it parenthetical? A slide? A side? I can't I can't say that correctly. I don't even well, it's parenthetical, whatever. But what they had on here is uh they put a post. It says, I have any thoughts on how I hope to never go back to the office. People are screwing themselves on square footage in their home that their employer rents without payment, utility, water, internet costs that employers are not covering, as well as the excessive wear and tear on your home that isn't being subsidized. But let's just say, sure, at least you don't have to commute. And then, of course, everyone was jumping in with their, you know, thoughts their on their it. Their comments and their like, opinion. My point is, you have to pay all that stuff regardless. Like, it's not, it's not like it's any more wear and tear on my house. <laughs> I just no, sit I in my house. My internet's gonna be on regardless if I'm home or not. No, I think the I. But remember when you when you when you were an independent contractor, right? We got to write off part of our right but that's just a tax thing it's not it's not a physical wear and tear more on my house no 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 no. i see what you're saying that they're saying there's there's physical wear and tear and physical additional cost i guess that your employers are getting take is taking advantage of because they don't have to pay that and i'm like i don't know I don't know if that's. I, I don't look at it that way because these are i might because I didn't the advantages you're cost. not the advantages you're not driving in traffic well, not even the that. Or you're driving. Yeah, no, that's definitely a pro. The gas, plus. the wear and tear on the car is even a big deal. But, but I was just saying, all the things that they listed, I still have to pay regardless if I went to an office or not. Yeah, because the kids <laughs> use internet. We use internet. Yeah, I, I don't shut my power off when I go to work. Yeah. Or my internet. Yeah. You know, so it was just weird to me with people think, oh, oh shit, the employer's getting over. I'm like, I mean, I guess. I mean, you could try and get them to pay a percentage of your your utilities. Good luck with that. I think the convenience of you getting out of bed and throwing on your sweats and going to the room down the hall is like oh, it's definitely a good convenience. But I think <laughs> I think the thing that I have to be careful of is like taking breaks because I'll sit there for like six, seven hours, and then like my back hurts or oh, whatever. You, you mean you need to take breaks? Yeah, I don't because the employers get more out of you. I will I will agree to that because I find that because I don't commute. That time I used to commute, I spent working because instead of commuting you're, for an yeah. hour, hour and a half one way, I you're already five at the office to my office on the other side of the house, and you and start I'm working. at seven thirty exactly versus start starting earlier. at eight thirty. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, or then when I go home, I'm like, okay, I'm going to leave at five, get home at you know six thirty seven. Well, now I'll work straight to six thirty seven. So, yeah. I mean, I, I get that, and I try not to do that as much as I can, but. I mean, um, I don't think you do it as much with this new job. No, no, no. Because I take breaks during the day to break up the monotony. So, yeah. like, I'll take an hour for lunch, you know, just get out of my desk, go eat lunch. Or if the kids are here, I'll sit and talk to them just so I'm not sitting there like, ah. I could not work from the house. I literally, unless it, I had a job like maybe like yours where I was on the phone all day long, you know, uh, what do you call it, pumping out reports and fixing things all day long, I think I could... I'd have I'd have to, but the job I have, like, if I had to just correct papers and do you know paperwork all day, and I wasn't talking to people on the phone all day and things like that, I'd probably not get anything done. Um, I'd watch ID Channel all day long. I'd have I mean, I guess. all day long. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, I'm and just I, used to it. I'm so. just so. Glad I mean, I will I, turn on the podcast or something for in the background because I can work and do you know have that on just to kind of break up the monotony but yeah i mean i guess if i had to but i'm kind of glad i go to the school because it makes me feel like i'm more productive because you know when i'm here i'm not i don't get half my shit done that i need to get done. yeah oh and i heard you and uh you and my dad you know getting all 
anti-police and teachers no. and cops. You were talking about the kid who got spanked. Your <clears> dad me, got was... spanked by the teacher. Oh, I didn't even read. I mean, I saw a headline, but I never looked at the. I never looked. No, it was. I don't even know the whole story. Your dad was telling me about it. I guess some kid got in trouble at school, and the principal had him in the office, and the mom. You know, the principal told the mom they had to spank him. Right. I guess they used corporal punishment. I didn't, literally, I did not read the headlines. Uh-huh. And I've actually... Well, I heard you talking about the, the 17-year-old back Your dad brought that up. And then, the, yeah. He said, just like the cop in Vacaville who punched yeah, that 17-year-old. I stayed 17 out of that conversation. This, that, and the other. And I said, yeah. <laughs> that was not a path I wanted and, to go down. And I said, yeah, our, our police department's been viral like twice in the last three to six months. And it was about punching kids and punching puppies. And, you know, like, that's, you know, so I, but... I've kind of stayed away from news lately. Like I've tried not to watch the news or shitty. read the news. And I just <laughs> like, especially with school, I just like I'm having fun at school right now. And I'm I'm trying not to stress out about that other stuff. So I'm I'm just like having fun at school. So I'm not really worried about, you know, what's happening. And I know that's probably a good, I mean, not, I know some people might argue you're keeping your head in the sand or whatever. And, and maybe that's the case, but work is hard right now it's it's tiring it's exhausting so the morning time when i have the kids in person it's just fun so i'm just trying to focus on that because the afternoon is stressful it's not stressful the afternoon is exhausting it's not stressful i'm just freaking tired trying to remember everything i said for those whole three hours and i gotta say it again and you know and teach it the same way and it's just like it fucks with me because I'm like, what did I do this morning? And that's another thing. I can't remember half the shit we did because... Yes, that is getting old. That's the problem. <laughs> that's another problem. That's how that works. Yeah, it's just that whole... And then also, though, here's the other thing. Things that come up naturally, like a, a random teachable moment will happen, but you can't like create that same thing in the afternoon with another group of kids if it doesn't naturally happen. You know what I mean? Right. Even though it was good and you're like, this would be this would be great. Let me but then you go, how do you how do you recreate it unless it not happens naturally? Or you go, I gotta tell you something, kids, that happened this morning. You know, that's not the same. It right. loses its luster if it's kind of like an inside joke. You ha- guess you had to been you had to have been there to to find it funny, you know. Guess you had to be there, but it's kind of one of those things. You guys should have been there for this teachable moment. Right. <laughs> But it doesn't. It doesn't work. So if you haven't been keeping up on news, then you haven't been keeping up on the other Asian hate crimes. I'm trying not to keep up. It's that all that stuff just hurts. Like I just don't like. I know. I know that it's happening and it's not good. And I, you know, I, I have opinions about it and all that kind of stuff. And I. Well, there shouldn't be an opinion. I, there should just be. The I speak Asian, up. Hate crime right. is bad. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like I, 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 I'm, I'm vocal about it and things like that. But I don't, I don't read every news article because it's, 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 um, it's yeah, the horrible. Articles, it's heartbreaking. Well, and the, it's horrible. The articles and I don't want to keep reminding myself of the shit that the shitty people that are out there. No, the the articles are definitely horrible, and, and there's some really shitty people in this world. What's more interesting to me is like the people who. The comments about things. So I was again scrolling through Tumblr, and um, Minky Toad is the person who follows. Oh yeah, she's so Minky she's Toad. Asian, yeah. and so she posted this. Uh, she posted something. Uh, she said a few days ago, I was getting my hair cut at a salon. I used this hairdresser for years now. Several of my family members use her service as well. I've already known she was conservative based on her casual conversation. With her. But what she told me a few days ago really struck me. She said that when she was growing up in the 80s, racism was almost non-existent and it only recently made a comeback <laughs> due to the media fanning the flames. And I'm like, huh? Right. Like what? Like I grew up in the 80s and there was racism. Like, like okay, it might wait. have been a little more and, subtle. And if the but... media is fanning the flames, the shit was already burning. Yeah. It just fanned the flames. Yeah. So what? It's still racism. <laughs> even if it, oh, it was okay. happening. They're making that's why, racism worse. Well, well, and that's like people here that I grew up here. And a lot of people I went to school with were like, there was no racism when we were at the high school. Dude, you're white. I, I think That's why. Well, I think we're the media. Ask all our black friends who went to the high school here. Trust me, I, I, right? being half black and growing up in the 80s, there was racism. Right? Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. 
I can, like, I can vouch for it. All the neighbors here when I moved on the street called us spicks. I was like, you're like, uh, <laughs> I'm not Mexican. Well, first of all, yeah, like first of all, okay, I don't even know what that is. I was like ten. I didn't know what that was. No. But okay, so it, when you're white, of course you don't see it. And you don't. I think, I think though, when I was really, really young, like kindergarten, first grade, second grade, like real early elementary days, I wasn't aware of it. Of course not. And so I, I like. Only till recently when we were looking at old pictures, when I was school pictures, I'm like, yeah, I'm the only kid of color in the class. But like <laughs> kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade. But I didn't think that way. Like I didn't, didn't even think twice about it. I was a kid with a big, Well, you know, interestingly enough, Afro. though, <laughs> when we grew up in Fairfield, because there's a big military, you know, community there, in elementary school, my pictures, we had, you know, um, African-American, Filipino, Chinese, Guamanian, Mexican, white. We were all diverse in Fairfield. When I moved here in fifth grade, it was 10 minutes away. And it was like, it was like the world of difference. You know what I mean? Right. Like completely different culture. And I was probably the only dark haired kid, even though I'm not, I passed for white. I mean, I, I didn't, I don't remember seeing any black kids in class, and you know, maybe no, there weren't. There weren't. In ten minutes away, Vacaville. Vacaville was was white. Yeah, ten minutes away. I was like, "Whoa, this is so different." It was either Latino or white for the most part. Well, I think the difference now, it's harder. I mean, I see where people go with the media, blah blah blah. But I think the problem now is that if you're not, I'm hesitant to say smart because I don't want to like put people down, but. Like you have to read stories and and kind of get through the crap because I do see where sometimes things are classified as racist or racism, and I'm like, I don't see where that's racism. Like that's a shitty thing. Yeah, that's shitty, but that's not racism. You know, like as someone who lived through racism, who someone whose your know, father lived through civil rights movement, that's racist shit. Like when you're eating from the back of the restaurant and drinking from separate, you know, other water fountains. That's racism, but because you know, there's a a shoe that has a flag on it. Well, that's racism. Like it's just there's some crazy thing like that. I'm like, okay, but yeah. But know. the shitty people part is just shitty all no. around. People are like, you know, my friend Danielle, the one I went to high school with, the one that run, uh, mm-hmm. not Danielle, the runner. Um, she posted. She has this deer family, family of deer that like hang out in her backyard. She lives in Orlando. So like there's, you know, lots of greenery, right? Lots of deers. So there's a family of deer that's, that has been living in her backyard, right? Okay. So she realized why the mom Is this going, is, you're, you're, No, hang on. You're connecting deer with racism? No, with shitty people. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so she said today, she posted a picture of it. The mom was with one of the baby deer. She said, I realized the mom had a family. And how I found this out was... We heard this commotion out front. We were out in the backyard. We heard this big long commotion. We run out front and this car had hit one of the babies mm. and just hit the baby deer, knocked it to the, you know, basically killed mm. it. The mother and the other deer like were panicking right. and running. And the neighbors were all like yelling at the driver. He just kept going. And then, you know, her husband picked up the baby. They took it, you know, they tried to, they called the center like a wildlife. Mm-hmm. And she's like, People are so horrible. Like the dude just hit a baby deer in her in her residential street and then just looked at everybody and just kept driving. Like, what a shitty person. Just like yeah. not even like gets out and going, oh dude, you know, like I'm you know, that fucking sucks. I didn't mean to hit this baby or whatever. Like nothing. Just takes off. I've been fortunate enough that I haven't really hit well, I think I've hit squirrels, but it's not like major. And usually when you hit a squirrel, it's dead. Like there's no like, hey, we got to do something with the squirrel. And it's so small and it yeah. just ends up being crow's food for the other birds. But I haven't hit anything major, like a cat, a dog, luckily. Because I don't want to deal with, like when I, I was I'd young, be traumatized if I hit a dog or well, a deer. Well, when we were like 16, I think I hit a cat. I don't know because we couldn't find it. You didn't stop? You're a shitty we person did. too? We stopped. <laughs> We stopped and couldn't find it. Oh, okay. It was late at night. Right. We were going well, and dropping tried. off a friend. And we we came off a stop sign and we were going around this corner. And then we saw a cat and I could I felt it. You know, like I thought I felt me hitting a cat. And I freaked out because it happened so fast. It mm-hmm. ran between my front and back tire. So actually under the car. So I think my my um 
front tires hit it. Like I ran, actually, or my back tires hit it because I was going forward. That would right? be the second cat you've hit. Well, technically, <laughs> yes, but or run over. So we I stopped say. and we got out and we could not find it. We think it was injured and kept running. Probably. We don't know, but yeah. I was I was like traumatized. And then the second one was yeah when. That I had the baby kitten and it was sleeping on my tire. And you were traumatized. I was traumatized. So. I had to bury the damn thing. You're right, but <laughs> I was the one that tried to back my car out of the driveway and ran right over it without knowing it was sleeping on the tire. And then it, oh, geez, that was the worst. Yeah, no. That was the worst. Because I picked I, it I up, there. it was crying, I was calling the vet. And, yeah, yeah, I was there. I Thank witnessed goodness. it. it was Thank goodness cool. it passed in a few in like a minute because I couldn't handle the... Oh, I saw nightmares. I had nightmares for like a week. Oh, no, I could I hear nightmares. it. I could still hear it if I think about it. So thanks for the reminder, hun. I'm just because I can still hear it. <laughs> but I'm just glad the bird. Well, whoever owns that house now has cat bones in the backyard. Right. I'm just glad the bird we you, you saved today is alive and gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our cat is so evil. <laughs> A cat's not evil. A cat just does what cats she's a, do. She's being a cat. Yeah, right. just being a cat. She's being a cat. <laughs> if you have a cat, it's going to catch shit and kill shit. That's generally what they do. The funny thing is, is she just walked in with a full-on-ass bird. No, she was like... Not a baby chick, not a tiny, like, lizard. A full-on bird in her mouth. <laughs> yeah, and she didn't kill her. Which was, <laughs> and I mean, just that's a good thing. It. Hey, I'm just going to drop this on the floor so I can chase it around the house. Yeah. I don't, Is that cool with you? Yeah, I don't know what was going on with that. <laughs> I, I almost, I mean, I'm, look, I'm happy that she didn't kill it and we were able to catch it. It would have, the worst scenario was it was injured. And we'd have to kill yeah, it or something. Or so, yeah, that's what I was like. I would have oh, taken fuck. it to the wildlife center, but I don't even know if they're open on Sundays. I would have right. tried to it's, have to nurse not, it until Probably tomorrow. not on, Sun, on Mother's right? Day. It would have been horrible. So the, the best scenario happened was it's alive. We got it out of the house after chasing it around. The second best scenario would have been she killed it. And the third best, worst, the worst scenario no, was the it was the second injury. best would have been she killed it and then left it outside. You wouldn't have had to pick well, it up. Well, either on the floor. way. I mean, I, look, I picked up the dead squirrel, so that's not a that, Okay, that issue. was another thing. So, but, The squirrel in the bathroom was another hot mess. Yeah. That, I don't even know how she would have gotten a squirrel in the house or how a squirrel got into the house that day. I don't know either. I so, really would have loved to have been a fly on the wall. Yeah, I was there. I still don't <laughs> know how you got in the house. I just had to deal with Are it. Are you sure it was completely dead? Yeah, it didn't move when I picked it up with the fucking dustpan <laughs> and broom. It didn't move. Was there blood everywhere? No. <laughs> I mean, I didn't do an autopsy. I didn't, like, get detailed about the death. Yeah, just, but in order to kill it, I think the cat would have to puncture, like, a heart or a lung. I mean, if it just, like... Or if it just clamps down on its neck for like a minute, it's gonna break its neck, maybe or it'll suffocate, lack of oh, oxygen. Duh. Okay. Yeah. Mammals you, need air. But how it even got into the house? Like I mean, I obviously know. the door was open, but what I'm saying is, I can't see a squirrel running into our house. So I, I can only imagine that they no caught idea. it somehow and then. There's brought no it they. The Jack house. didn't do shit. <laughs> Jack was just sitting. He's like, I don't know what are you doing. He's I don't know. Perfect. When there was a frog in the house, remember that one time there was a frog on the wall? And I walked in and Jack was like up on the wall trying to get this frog. Like, Yeah, so, I think that's the extent of his, you know. Oh, of his viciousness? Yeah, he's, frog. yeah it's a frog. He's not going to fuck with anything that actually moves back with, you know. And fights back. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. But, <laughs> I mean, whatever. Well, I'm glad it's alive. And I hope it flew away, like really flew away. Or found its nest or whatever if it was a baby. Yeah, it seemed big, but it had that fluffy stuff. No, I think feathers. it's the one I've been watching on the out of my office window with the parents. They feed him, but, but like is I said, he's on a, the fence when you're looking at it. No, he's in a tree. He's oh, on he's the tree, not, and he's, but on, he's not in a nest. No, he's on the tree, and then he goes over to the. Um, they have a shed over there. Okay. And then they'll all be on the shed, and they'll feed him. But he's big. He's as big as they are, so you can tell he was getting ready. To fly away. I mean, okay, he's but because that could have been him because yeah, I think he, he still had some, some fluffy stuff on him. But yeah, he's big as mom and dad. 
And they're feeding him. I'm like, oh, it's about time for you to leave the nest, dog. Right. You're a little too big. But fed. now, now if he's the one that she caught this morning, then he's like, dude, I'm not ready for this. You're like, yeah, I'm going I back just, to the nest. I Fuck just this tried shit. to fly. I just tried to fly out front and got my ass chomped by a cat. So yeah, that's not bad. Can I stay in the nest for a little bit longer? Yeah. Can y'all bring me a worm? <laughs> so I don't have to do this shit on my own. Yeah, I don't know what they this, were feeding. This him. adulting shit is not fun. Yeah. Same thing with us. Adulting is not fun. Adulting's fun. Well, when you're paying bills and you know, you know, and you're going to work every fucking day. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what else are you gonna do? Like, I, I mean, I, I mean, complain yeah, about okay. work from time to time, but I was talking to somebody about retirement. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not retiring anytime soon because I got shit to pay for, but. Then if I think about it, well, what the fuck would I do? Like, well, you go to the gym every morning. Okay. You might go hit golf balls. Okay, I'm gonna do that every day. No, for but the you... next twenty years, twenty five years, like my mind doesn't work that way. I'd want to do something. No, you'd probably knowing you, you'd probably do more. You know, like things surrounding. You know, maybe you'd collect cards again, or maybe you'd you know get more into fish, or maybe you'd you know. Get but those are porn. things that are... You'd watch more porn. <laughs> those are things that are not creative, per True. se. It's like... Well, maybe you'd get into photography. Because you like that. Maybe I'll direct porn. <laughs> there you go. You could be a cameraman. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I have a feeling that's not that hard, but I'm I sure it's harder than I think it is. Yeah, probably. Probably. Or maybe being a porn actor no. is harder than being a cameraman. Oh, Definitely. You know what I mean? Like, Especially for men. Yeah. Way harder. Yeah. Like, and also doing everything they say when they say to do it. Yeah. Because you have to like open up so they can see the, the angles and all that shit. You guys don't have to do shit. Oh. You just lay there. <laughs> or kneel there or whatever. <laughs> it's not that hard. Oh, you don't God. have to get hard. <laughs> you can put lube. On command. No. You got to put lube. You can just put lube get on if hard. you're not wet. Put some lube in. Okay, cool. On let's go. three. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Like, or for. Take one. For an hour. Because here's the other thing. Like, when they do porns, they also do um, still shoots. Yeah. So, they'll yeah, do, right. before the porn, they'll do a bunch of just stills where you're imitating sex, but not really sex per se. But you got to be hard. And then after that, they're like, okay, let's shoot the scene. Yeah. So you might be an hour, two hours of that shit. So. I think anyone who models, I think the heart, it's harder than the, the public thinks. Like he's even like, if you've read interviews about like of models, like even fashion models, you know, Cindy Crawford, I used to read a lot. Of I'm not going to buy that. No, what I'm saying is <laughs> like they'd go to a place to do a photo shoot or whatever. And it'd be like hella cold that we can't tell in the pictures and they're standing in the ocean waves and you know and they have to stand a certain way for you know 30 minutes yeah i mean so, don't sell me on that shit oh not at all no it's no. still hard i mean i would do it for for the money they I don't make think don't get look, me wrong i think that some are probably better than others but if you're if you look like them you could do that job no, totally. It's totally. not like, well, hey, if I was 6'8", I could be LeBron. This just doesn't work that way. You still have to have skill sets to do all the things that LeBron does. But if you look like, you know, I don't even know who the top model is. I don't know. Anymore. Cindy's still my favorite. You're going to say so. Cindy Crawford. That's going to take the fuck out of us. But, that's why this is called old as yeah, fuck. Yeah, so if you're Cindy Crawford and you look like Cindy Crawford, right. it's not that hard. I'm telling you. It's really not. No, I mean, as far as exerting, you know... It might be and stress. It's you, probably not that hard. You know what but. the fuck is hard? Being a fucking pro wrestler, because <laughs> I've been watching all these wrestling shows. That shit is hard, and those yeah. guys got some fucked up lives. No, and I I think that even though what they did was staged, they fucking ruined their bodies by doing the shit they. Oh no, did. they're ridiculous you know what I mean? athletes. And no, well, not to mention they got injured so much. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I think that's where, yeah, that's what the public probably doesn't didn't think about back then. Because I was like, no. they're not getting hurt. There's, it's staged. I remember I thinking never, that. I never thought it was fake. No, I never. I, I always knew it was like, it was written, like it was scripted. But I never went, oh, he didn't get hit with a chair. That's fake blood. I'm like, no, nah, that's fucking real blood. Like he's fucking bleeding. I, I thought a lot of it was staged in that. He's not really getting hit like with this fist. Or, well, yeah, they, or you know what I mean. Yeah, I thought a in lot some of respects, it was yeah. pretend. It's not, 
they, like they, they don't do things. Like they make the slapping sound when they slap someone. Well, no, they just know how to hit people so they don't have the full force. And it sounds yeah. worse than it looks. Yeah. And like when they do like a pile driver, they don't really drop the dude on his head. Except, except that for that one time Andy Stone Kaufman. Cold. What, oh, well, Stone Cold it? Steve Austin. He got dropped on his yeah, head and he fucked got, up his neck. Yeah. But they're not trying to do that. Because no, if I you know. did that to someone for real, you'd kill them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> So well, that's how you know, okay, they're they know how to do the maneuver so that people don't get hurt. But if you see, you know, when you saw when I saw people bleeding, they were fucking bleeding. Yeah. Wasn't fake blood. Pat Patterson was my favorite. I don't know oh, why. God. Maybe because I just watched him. I don't Pat know. Pat Patterson, good lord. Yeah, he had a tag team partner and I don't even know who it was, but I've only watched I mean he, uh, mm -hmm. for some reason, whenever I watched it when I was a kid, he was the one wrestling. So I don't know anyone else of that right. era when I was young. Is that nineteen seventies? Oh yeah, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I'm I sure. I don't even know Pat Patterson. He, he's. I just know he was blonde. That's all I remember. Yeah, that's like I don't know seventy percent of the wrestlers. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he was blonde. And but no, that 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 dark side of the ring is actually pretty interesting. Even though I'm not sitting and watching it, just listening to it, pretty. Interesting. No, it's insane. I mean, and even the and they're sad. doing the ones with the I think a lot Annie. of it's sad. Yeah. No, it's. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. When you think about the personal lives, you know, and some of their personal lives. And then you think about the injuries and you think about, you know, I don't know. I just think some of it's just really sad. And then I think that's also sad because a lot of them, they get caught up in the limelight. And a lot of people do this, you know, actors or athletes or whoever gets, you know, in the limelight. And then they don't know how to handle life outside of that once it's over. Or their careers are over when they're young still and they don't know how to be something well yeah else. you can't wrestle when you're 55. no you know what i mean and it's like the work. okay so like for example the other good show that you're watching or that i'm watching mostly with you is the um the skateboarding king of the road and then just mm -hmm. all this the epically what was that show called epically later you asked me that question i know every I time forget. you bring it up but they focus on all the former you know the pro skateboarders and stuff like that and I think that was so cool, and I and I like King of the Road for that reason because I love the stunts that they do. But when you think about some of them, like Andy Roy, poor Andy Roy, you know, he didn't know what to do after skate without skateboarding. You know, he turned to, to drugs. Yeah, but I think those no people had to... had addictive personalities. They're going to do that regardless well, of what like, it was they were skateboarding or not. You're right in the sense that they're extreme people, so like yeah. they're into extreme athletes, extreme sports, and they're willing to risk injury to to you know. To, to nail this jump or nail this trick. You know what I mean? And most people aren't willing to risk getting hurt or right. hitting their head on the cement to get everybody to go, dude, that's fucking badass. You know what I mean? Like, so I get that. But I think it's sad at the same time that you can, you know, you don't know, you don't have another plan for yourself or you don't have another goal because you're living so much in the moment that you don't think ahead. I, I mean, I guess I don't think it's sad. I mean, maybe I'm just not a nice person, but... <laughs> I, I mean, I think. At the same time, I think that show is hella funny, even though that's gross. They're gross boys, so gross. Yeah, I'm. I'm want to know how many fifty year old men are watching that show because I don't. Might be one of the few. You might be, but I just think it's really. I think it's funny, and I think it's hilariously disgusting what they're doing. I mean, but I think some of those time, guys. I love the camaraderie that they have and the love for they have for each other and how much fun they have together. And well, how simple their lives are. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. A lot of those guys have simple lives. So even if they you know, get too old and they can't skate anymore, they don't need a ton of money to live because they live simple lives. They're they all living together in a house. They're all sharing a house. I don't know about that, but... Well, some of them are in L.A. Where did you get that? Well, I remember the ones that we saw before. Like when they were at the... the are you talking about the King of the Road? Both. They the weren't ones. living together. They were in a van together. No, I'm talking about at the end when they were at someone's house. They were just watching we're the shows together. But I think that was a house that some of them shared. Uh, I, don't, I didn't get that. But oh, okay. Maybe, maybe it was it. The, the director's house or the... Yeah, it was just a, it was somebody's house they just all went to to watch it. Okay. I but just, they all have like girlfriends and lives and stuff. They're not like tied yeah. at the hip. But back in the 80s, they all shared a house together. Like a lot of them shared a house. You really together. want them to share a house, don't you? No, what I'm saying is it, it showed how simple they live. They don't, they're well, not extravagant Well, you can be simple people. and not share a house with 10 people. They couldn't afford to live in LA that way. Okay. Which but, is why they all live together. 
No, I mean, you could afford, I mean, you could be simple and have a house, afford a house. It just depends on how extravagant you could right, rent a house. When they were you could 18, rent a one bedroom apartment. You're right. But when they were like 17 and they were all this, you know. Well, a lot of them lived at home. Yeah. But if you watched that epically later, when you focused on, when they focused on certain skaters, they would talk about the past and how they, they crashed. They basically squatted together in okay the house, i'm gonna you know? re rewatch that whole <laughs> okay. series because i don't There's remember any i don't one know saying names. there were tons of people living not in tons house. i didn't say tons i All said right. a few of them would live together because it was cheaper rent i don't remember that, that part of it well if you re tony hawk it, was living with people not tony hawk bam wasn't either no he was in that that one blonde dude though that they went and got and they i don't even know his name but they they had that blonde dude come out with them that again blonde dude and had him redo some tricks with them but he he was driving a Prius now, but he used to live in a house with a few other guys when they were young. Yeah, he owned the house. He bought the house. I don't know who you're talking about. Not, in the their, not when they were teenagers. Yeah, because he was like a big time pro. He bought the Cadillac. You're about the big Escalade, right? Was that him? Yeah. The blonde guy? Yeah. He bought the big Escalade. I forget his name now. And um, he owned the house. He bought the house. Okay, but there were a few. Now, okay, rewatch. He it had the other guys get living to with some him. Episodes when guys were living together, all pointed out. Because that was kind of the from what I gathered, that was kind of the heyday of skateboarding. Like there was a lot of money being put into the. Good night. Um, there was a lot of money getting pushed into the. Love you. Are you done? Yeah. Um, a lot of money getting pushed into the to the skating contracts and stuff yeah like and that. so then you know and then it kind of dried up and now it's kind of coming back again i, I think I it's coming know. back well of course i mean if, it, if they're if they're like they're doing the show and stuff i think they'll get a lot more publicity and you know and thrasher magazine is still happening i guess or I still guess, published yeah. is yeah. still being published and so there's another generation of skaters and you know so yeah i, I just don't think there's a there's no advertising like there's no big money it's not like the major sports where they're advertising no. on tv you don't even see skateboard competitions anywhere well i know okay so but the young what's his name zion right the one that got yeah. his pro skateboard that when we were watching that episode yeah i started researching him and four years ago he did an article in rolling stone or he did an interview not four years ago uh a year and a half ago or something because he was getting ready to go to tokyo it was before covid but he was going to be on the olympic team in Tokyo for some sort of skateboarding right. sport. It became a summer sport. Right. Yeah, skateboarding is an Olympics now. Yeah. But there's so, no money in it. No, 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 no. But it, <laughs> it, it was big enough, again, that hit, it got publicity enough that it was now a sport recognized in the summer. Olympics. Yeah, but Olympics, there's no money in Olympics. Of course Just not. so you know. Unless you're it's like one of the big, big time athletes. If you're Usain Bolt or... You know, yeah, but that's all endorsements. Like right. You said. No it's one's all... endorsing Zion to ride a skateboard at no. the Olympics. No, 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 no. But unfortunately, skateboarding companies will. But pay yeah, for it's him just not. Whatever. It's not as big as those other sports mm. at all. He has a shoe, you know, like a Nike skateboarding shoe. But I bet that's only you get shoes. I don't think they give no, you a I mean, bunch of money. No, I mean, he's paid. He's got a contract. He gets paid. Shoes are just part of it, but he gets paid. I don't know. How, I've heard the Nike contracts suck. I mean, unless you're, you know, obviously yeah, unless you're, LeBron yeah, or Michael Jordan, Jordan yeah. or whatever. But I know in the running world, the contracts suck. They're not good contracts. Are they just maybe livable? Like, um, you know what I mean? Well, like, I wouldn't. The problems that I've read with them is that they're they're really catered towards Nike and not the athlete. So you get locked in and you can't get out. Okay. So just, and so and. Um, there was a big thing like a year or two ago, like Allison Felix and some of the other runners who were having babies were having issues with Nike because, yeah, yeah. Um, and I forget what it was, but I've heard some bad things about Nike and contracts. But unless so. you're someone like Jordan or yeah, you, you, who can basically write their own contract. Well, Jordan has a, his own brand. Yeah, so you can do what the fuck he wants. Yeah, but I mean, unless you're someone that big where you have more clout in. Yeah, what that's you basically demand. LeBron right yeah, now, and what you're demanding. Who's active and playing? Yeah, exactly. Everyone else are like, yeah, okay, whatever. I know. Have a nice day. <laughs> that sucks. That's how it is, man. That sucks. That yeah. sucks. So, yeah. Anyway. Did you see that they're finally recalling all the Pelotons? The, the treadmills. Yeah. I don't understand it. Can't you just keep your kid and well, dog and shit away from Well, that's what we were just talking about fucking... that. 
my you know, my friend, my my workout that, friends. Isn't that just parenting? My workout friends group was. We were just talking about that in the group. The squad and, junior. Yeah, and Jen Jen goes. She goes. Ask everybody whose kids came over how like crazy I was when my first got my equipment and my kids were little and their friends would come over and play and I would like be like, don't dare go upstairs in my loft. You know what I mean? She's like, you got to keep kids away from your workout equipment. Can't you just unplug it? Huh? Well, she's talking about just in general. (laughs) She didn't have a treadmill, but talking about in general, like your workout bike, your weights, your dumbbells, you know, all that shit that you have that kids should not be playing with. You know what I mean? Um, And uh, Craven has one. She has a, a treadmill, you know, and she doesn't let Noah. She has the Peloton treadmill? Yeah. She doesn't let Noah use it. She got to send it back. It's being recalled. Yeah, so I don't even. <laughs> but I I just, I don't understand it because I'm thinking, how's this Peloton's fault? Right. Like, I could see if it's faulty in a if sense it's defective. that if it breaks while you're using it and you fall and kill yourself or hurt somebody. But if it's just because kids are getting trapped underneath it, that's yeah. what happens if you get underneath the moving treadmill. Or you, that's normal. Or you get on it and you don't know, and yeah. you're too young, and you're too, yeah. you don't, you know, you don't know how to use it. You're too little. Yeah, you're not I supposed mean, to be using it. Yeah, like yeah. no one's suing like, Smith and Wesson because a little kid got a gun and shot themselves. And I don't know if you, if you showed it to me or if I saw it from uh, our daughter, but there was a video on the news or something about, and it showed a Peloton treadmill and these kids playing yeah i'm like it looks like it's in the playroom like why is it in their playroom anyway near all their toys so and then the kids getting on it he gets sucked underneath it because he falls falls down and it catches his arm and his you know he he almost goes he goes halfway underneath it no he gets fucked up and then he tries to get out he ends up getting out. out yeah and then he tries to get back on and falls underneath it again i'm like oh my gosh again it's Why really simple to solve. This? Just unplug it if yeah, you can't just, keep little Johnny away from the treadmill. When are you using it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I think that's a parenting problem, not a Peloton problem. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, and you're right. They're suing Peloton for their kids using something that's not defective, but that they kept didn't keep their kids away from. But you can't sue the gun companies when your gun worked and it killed someone. <laughs> what do you, What do you have that keeps beeping all day and oh. night? That's a text. If someone likes a text, it has a weird. Oh, did you write this really great text? No, it's something old, I'm <laughs> sure. It's the workout group. Oh, squad It's junior. from a long time ago. So Squatting up. They were asking how Mother's the Day The workout was. group. It's just a group of four. You don't work out with them. No, no, no. You don't no. work out together at all. It's not that we work out together. It's that. Did you get a workout in? You know, which which class did you do uh, today? You know, because they share, we tell each other which classes we picked, which is why that's how I know one of them doesn't like Cody Cody Grigsby or Wigsby on Peloton, but mm. the other does. And, you know, because they talk about the classes they like and you guys should try this class and, you know, gotcha. on Peloton, blah, blah, blah. Hey, who wants to do the Crusher Core collection? You know, that kind gotcha. of thing. And it just helps because then it makes you feel like okay you know you've got right go girl yeah you can do it yeah you you rock you know that kind of thing it just yeah gotcha and then oh you guys should try this one you know you want a good you know so then you guys share botox tips Mm, only one of them gets botox only only jen gets botox with me so she gets a lot more than just botox so she got some sort of micro needling on her neck. I'm like, what the hell is that? Um, so okay. I didn't know what she would need it for. She's 40 and 41 maybe. And I could not tell what was going on with her neck that she said she had to get micro needling. And uh, I, I mean, to be it, fair, it I can't weird to tell me. the difference in your Botox. So, I mean. Oh, well, if I showed you pictures, you would be able to tell the difference. Okay. Like. Again, like, I don't care if you do it. I'm I just know. saying that the average person don't. I, I feel like the, pe- the only people that recognize these cosmetics are the ones that do it. Yeah, like Botox, micro. What's in micro derming? Micro derming. What? What does she get? Micro needling. I don't know what that is, but she micro-abrasion gets micro. No, micro needling. Okay, but I don't know I what think it they're is. The only, you guys are the only people to know what the. Actually, my school secretary notices my forehead because we both get Botox in the same okay. spot. <laughs> I, that's, okay, so the people who get Botox recognize it. Like, you're like, 
Hey, like, hey, I see you. Yeah, yeah. okay. Looks good, girl. All right. All right, cool. Looks really good. <laughs> oh, did you see that? Um, probably not. Elon Musk, who's on Saturday Night Live, and he, he announced he had Asperger's. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, he's very, um, seems very awkward in public. I don't I've know. Seen, I, I've never I've paid attention to him, never watched him on videos. He just has, um, doesn't have social cues and stuff. I have a, a boy who is Asperger's in my class, and he's incredibly um, funny, and he's smart, and he's hilarious, and he's very um, literal. Mm. So, you know, if I said, okay, at, at 11.30 when we go to lunch, blah, 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 you know, and then if I go over 11.31, he will raise his hand and, you know, swing his hand in the air until I see him. And then he'll say, um, you said that 1130, we were going to be going to lunch. And it's She's now like, 1131. Like, oh, yeah. he's He <laughs> holds me to my word. And it's, I mean, I've got to say, he, he keeps me on my toes because he will hold me to my word. Everything I say, it's like he puts it in this little box. I need to, like, bring him here. And, oh, of everything. And have him keep oh, yeah. you... But on then point. on the yeah, and then and he and he tries to argue with me a lot about everything. Um, it's funny. It's he's more funny than everything. But he but now that I know because he didn't get a diagnosis till he was ten. Mm. So until he was ten, um, at school he would get so frustrated and scream at everybody in first grade, second grade, third. You know what I mean? Like he would have he would run around campus just screaming at everybody, and um. And they just kind of let him because he, nobody really knew how to make him feel better and calm and stuff like that. And his mom told me at the beginning of the year, we finally got a diagnosis. He's on the spectrum. And I was just like, oh, you know. And so just talking with him, you learn how to, you know, allow him his frustrations. But at the same time, you know, let him know the structure and stuff like that. But it's it's kind of funny. But that doesn't surprise me about people who are really smart. Like if Elon Musk is, I'm assuming he's a really smart guy because he, You're created, assuming? he created Tesla. You're but, assuming? Yeah. It's a good assumption. But, <laughs> you know, they there are a lot of people who are high functioning on the spectrum that are incredibly gifted in business and things like that. You know yeah. I mean? So, and I then most people don't. A- and then most people don't understand that. I just thought it was an odd place to like announce that. Yeah, it is interesting that that he would just. <laughs> but I guess that. that makes sense since he has Asperger's. He doesn't really know it's an odd place to announce it. Maybe he doesn't. So he's yeah. like, I got Asperger's. Ah. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't. I didn't watch it. I just saw. I didn't the either. Headline. But, I watched Saturday Night Live. Maybe he was just. I don't know. Maybe he felt like that's a supportive audience because Saturday Night Live audience tends to support who's ever, whoever's on there. They think maybe. Oh. Wow. It tends to be a safe place, I think, if you're a host on Saturday Night Yeah, I don't know why I announced it, quite honestly. Yeah, I've never seen him talk. I've never listened to him talk. I've never... He was on Joe Rogan, um, and I've seen him a couple other times, but... I just know he made a Tesla. That's it. That's that's all I know about him. Yeah, I mean, And I pointed out Tesla today to the boy, and I said, hey, you like that one? What if we get that one? He's like, he's like, no, I don't really like that one. I go, you said you... I thought you wanted a Tesla. I go, that's the shape I like. It's the rounded one. It's not like the long sedan one. He goes, no, I don't like that one. I'm like, well, we ain't getting one anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't really give a fuck I, what I you like. I can't afford a Tesla anyway. <laughs> but, no, you can afford it. It's just, this is not not what I really want to spend my money on. Well, I yeah. I mean, I obviously, if I if I were to get a Tesla, the payment would mean I'd have to cut out something else, too. Right. You'd have to I, make I some adjustments. It's not just a regular car payment. Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> I'll ride a bike. No, no <laughs> nails. Fucking bike. No Botox. Right? <laughs> no hair dye. Right? Speaking of nails. Riding a fucking bike. I remember you were talking to me about... And getting my Botox. <laughs> yeah. You were telling me about the, the nail person, like how, you know, they're, they're in a brand new Tesla. And we were talking about them getting cash underneath the table. Did you see the post that, um, uh, what's her name? Lady McFancy Pants. Oh, no. So she posted, this reminded me of that. She posted, you guys, I lived in Medina, Ohio for 14 years. And all those years, I went to the same nail salon. Moon always wanted me to pay cash. Like she's let, she, like she'd let me leave after I was done to go to the ATM if I wanted to That's use my it. credit card. I've done that too. Well, anyway, <laughs> anyways, when I left, I became Facebook friends so I could contact her when I was coming into town to get my nails done. Yesterday, she posted a video of her brand new car, a fucking Tesla. 
not just the sedan, mind you, but the gosh darn SUV, all because she didn't report a lot of her freaking earnings. I call bullshit, but also well played, Moon. Yeah, that's that's kind of how my nail. <laughs> so that's probably the same shit they it. did. They're like, yeah. yeah, you pay cash. Well, my cousin said they. Um, well, she does the same thing. They um they got a the PPE loan or whatever the mm-hmm. PPP loan. You know, they got a, a nice chunk of money. Right. With with COVID money, my cousin didn't get um that kind of money at all. But, right. Um, but they uh they were required or they still require all cash payments during COVID. So, and I didn't realize that's what people do when that's the yeah, reason. That's the hustle. Then they're showing less income oh, yeah, and then they the get more, hustle. they get more in the loan. They just got back from Hawaii too. Yeah. That's <laughs> a straight hustle. But one thing that did that did fuck with them was uh, three months ago, one of their chairs, you know, their manicure or pedicure chairs, it has they have big tanks of water underneath them, right? Mm. For the the for the foot tub thing right oh it like circulates i don't know i don't i don't know what happens but somehow something or their pipes that come into the chair you know like from their water system or whatever totally burst or broke while they were gone or at home and the whole store flooded so they had to yeah they had to friggin close down tear out take all the furniture out or whatever they had to rip out the entire floor they weren't in business for like three months and, um, I'm sure they didn't buy them. They stored a lot of cash from. I don't know. I'm sure money were, from all the cash they brought. Well, in. I'm sure they were having customers go to their house too. That too. Because you know, that's nobody hustles like nail people. They straight hustle. Yeah. Well, one thing they that I do like about what they do is, and they don't even charge that much. That I don't think they charge more than other people. I've never thought that that you know they their nail prices are whatever what I thought everybody else's are charging, but um, I was telling them about how compared to the place I used to go, like the the nails they do on me, they last forever. And I used, remember I used to go to the other place and- Yeah, he sucked. Be, I kept no, telling here's you he why, sucked. Here's why I found out from Sydney, the owner, where I go. And I said, the nails I used to get, by before two weeks, the glue was coming off. You know, like they were falling, they weren't even staying on. Mm. And I go, when you guys closed down last year from COVID, the day before you closed, I came for an appointment. And I went, oh, shit, it's a good thing I got my nails done because, you know, they're going to be closed for a while, which I didn't know how long it was going to be or whatever. But my shit, my nails lasted six weeks before they started to come loose. You mm-hmm. know? And by then I had been growing my nails. And she said it's because, um, she goes, and people complain about, you know, they say, well, why do you guys charge so much or so-and-so charges less than you guys or mm-hmm. whatever. And she goes, and, you know, if someone's nice about how they ask or they're just respectful and they're just like, you know, well, why is it that it costs, you know, this here? She goes, instead of going, well, so-and-so down the street charges less, you know. And she goes, I always get an attitude with them like, well, then go to so-and-so. Right. But she goes, the difference is we buy the better quality. There's like whatever materials that you use to put your nails on, the powder mm-hmm. stuff and everything. She goes, there. Are, you can buy them by the gallon. She goes, you can pay $20 a gallon. You can pay up to $80 a gallon for the stuff. Mm-hmm. And she goes, some nail places will just buy the cheap stuff, you know, and that doesn't last. It doesn't work. It's not as good quality. She goes, so when people ask me why we charge this and why we charge that, it's because we get the expensive, good quality product. And I right. go, I go, but honestly, I don't think your prices are are high. Like, I think they're the same as what, you know, you pay anywhere. And she goes, well, I've had people tell me that we charge too much. And I'm like, well, then they are definitely going to I the I just know places. Tommy or Billy or whatever his name was, Nathan. Nathan sucked. It wasn't Nathan. I liked how he did my nails. It was whatever he was using, like Well, she he should have used better shit. Well, that, but That's he wasn't the owner either. Oh, he should have spoke up. He just was the employee. Today. So I actually I'm losing customers. I know, cheap but shit. since I'm going to them, I'm happy, totally happy. But and they're super nice, and they're both they're both nice, and they do a really good job. They're, I'm sure they're nice. They're raking in the cash. <laughs> they're like, fuck yeah, we're nice. I oh, and you know the other the thing she shit. did was she had to get rid of the. They had another employee, you know, and mm-hmm. she's like, we had to, you know, stop having employees because they would, you know, flake out on customers or clients. And then, you know, clients would be calling us, complaining about it. Because they're kind of, I don't know if they were employees or if they were independent contractors, right. you know, renting a little spot in their place. But she goes, we just would get too many complaints. So she goes, so it's just Ty and me, just the two of us now again. You know, we're back to just being yeah, us two. So I can just break in all the cash. I right? go, I guess that works better. I used to, so when 
we were in high school. I used to go with Corey down to the Eastmont Mall in Oakland. And it was like an indoor flea market and everything was cash. Yeah. So we'd buy sweatsuits and, and shoes and shit. But it was all straight cash. I mean, now I think about it as an adult. I was like, those motherfuckers probably paid zero taxes. Right. Like, they were just like, we're not making any money. They yeah, make enough we're, just we're to broke. pay the rent and be like, yeah, we're just not making any money. Yeah. Meanwhile, this balling out of control. Yeah. It was all like dope dealers and people that went in there and bought sweatsuits and shit, clothes. Oh, yeah. And Teslas aren't cheap either. Like, when she's saying that her no. nail lady got a Tesla, like the one my friend has at work, I'm sure it was... 60 grand at least, 60 to 70 grand, because it's one of the bigger ones and it's got that big giant. Well, monitor. the SUVs are. I, I, oh, that's even. They're probably, I don't know how much they are, but I'm going to guess they're probably 85 to 100, depending oh, yeah. on that's like, insane. you know, how, what model, like what options and shit you get on. But yeah. Yeah. I, and I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's me. I don't see the need for a really expensive car although i okay i have to say i do like the look of some expensive cars like oh that's so pretty you know but, but i don't even think i would buy one even if i like i love i would i love the problem for mcdavid's me, audi i love that a6 or whatever he has that a8 what is it it's a seven or eight i can't remember which one he got yeah that the but tesla the, suv starts at 80 grand yeah so the problem i have with cars is yeah, and they're nice and goes up and to then, 120. Well, that's all I said. Or higher. Um, I'm going to be bad the first time I get a scratch on it. Right. I'm going to be all pissed off now. Right. And that's going to happen. Yeah. It's just, you know, so that's why I'm not into cars. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. It's just a fucking car. Get me from point A to point B. I could be super rich. You wouldn't know it because I buy my car because I'd be driving like a fucking Camry. Yeah, exactly. You know, I might have an old car that's like all fixed up. Like a collectible. Yeah, like that I may yeah. drive every Hell now yeah. and then. But that's if I was cool. going to Costco, I'd be driving a beater. Right. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> drive the 97 Camry. Yeah. I mean, I, I. who cares? With the door handle that doesn't. That isn't there anymore. Yeah, I don't <laughs> give a fuck about cars. Never been into cars. Never been my thing. Just no. I I like the way cars look, and I'm like, ooh, that's nice. But I just don't see myself, even if I had a bunch of money, buying one and driving. Well, one. that changed because you liked cars when you were young. You're like, I got a new car. I'm not taking an old car. Well, I what do you mean? What do you mean? When I was in high school? Yeah. Well, no, here. Okay, wait. In my defense. Are you gonna try to defend this? I'm gonna defend this. Okay, oh, so. God. When I was younger, my brother turned 16. He got... Um, he got a new car. Well, no, he didn't get a brand new car. Oh. Wait, he did get a brand new car. Yeah. He got an 82 Prelude. Everybody got a brand new car. Several. So then they tried to get then, you a used one and you got passed, pissed and threw a fit. Yeah. Okay. So, but in my defense, I just assumed that's the way it goes. When you turn 16... You're gonna get a new car. He got an '82 Prelude that was brand new, off the off the. He drove it off the lot. In two years, they went and bought, and she turned 16. They went and bought her a brand new Mustang. And get this, they bought my sister a Mustang when we were at Great America with the cheerleading team. Right, we went down for a day trip. We came back at like 11 p.m. midnight or whatever, and there was this Mustang in the car in the driveway, and. We get home, we get up, we get up the next morning. It turns out, you know, we were like, who's he, who was here last night, you know? Mm -hmm. And my dad was like, no, that's for you to my sister. That's a brand, my dad went and got a brand new Mustang for my sister. And get this, she goes, so they go driving, they go try mm -hmm. and drive it. They come back and he's letting my mom know he'll be back. And I'm like, where are you going, dad? Oh, your sister doesn't want it because it's a stick shift. So I'm going to go take it back. I'm all, you're a brat. Like, she was like, I don't want to drive this because it was a stick shift and she didn't want to learn. So my dad took the car back and it was cheaper because a stick was cheaper than a, uh, an automatic. Yeah, but I'm not going to give, I mean, not to defend your sister or your dad. If she can't drive a stick, I'm not buying her a brand new stick. Car okay, well, stick. anyway, That's he ridiculous. took it back and he traded it in for an automatic. He shouldn't have got, got, got her brand new automatic from the beginning. And got her a brand new automatic. Okay. Then... I turned 16. I'm like, hell yeah. Oh, wait, wait. On top of that, my brother wrecked his car when it was brand new, totaled it, got it fixed or whatever. He almost totaled it, got it fixed. 
And then when her car was three months old, she wrecked it into the bridge on Pleasance Valley. Mm -hmm. I think she was going around the, the curb too fast, you know, in the rain. She says she doesn't know what happened, mm -hmm. of course. And um, my dad didn't question it. And he had to go and get it all fixed. It was like thousands of dollars. But I didn't think about that because I was 14, whatever. And then I was turned 16. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get a car. I'm going to get a car. And then turns out my dad was like, well, you know, you know, between their two cars and the insurance, blah, blah, blah. I did that whole drop myself on the floor and kick the floor and stuff. <laughs> That's not fair. And so, I, you know, of course. So then you got a new car. No, I didn't. Actually, I didn't. What happened was my brother... My dad helped him buy a Datsun 240Z mm -hmm. that was all fixed up. It was cherry red. Mm -hmm. And he gave me the Prelude. So he gave me the Prelude, the mm -hmm. 82. And it was cool. I mean, I loved it. Right. But it, you know, it wasn't brand new. But I loved it. It was four years old. And I loved it. And of course, because it was a hand-me-down, and my brother, you know how my brother is, mm -hmm. every he always, you know, polished it every day mm -hmm. when he came home. And, you know, he put the low-profile tires on it. He put that... <laughs> that rear view mirror that went all the way across the, the mm -hmm. front of the car, you know, like mm -hmm. I loved that thing anyway. So that anytime I drove up from going somewhere, he'd be like, why is there this on there? Who sat in the car? You know, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's my car now. It's not your car. Anyway, after I think I turned 17, then they bought me a, a new one. And you're right. It wasn't good. It was not but it was a stick shift and I loved it. But anyway, um, yeah, I know, I know the car. I know, you know. But I wouldn't, I realize after, obviously, as a teenager, you don't think twice about that shit. You think, hell yeah. But, you know, 10 years later, when I'm, when I was in my late 20s, realizing, you know, that probably wasn't a good thing that my parents did all that for us because I mean, we took full advantage of that. You get no sympathy from me because I, I, I got I zero car. I know I don't. So. And I also didn't realize at 14, 15, 16 how much goes into that whole thing of car payments and insurance yeah. and all that because my parents never let us see what things cost. They never told us about the price of things. And how important it is to, to do this, this, and this. And it's not to say that they were that was bad. They were yeah, horrible. Yeah, but you probably could have figured it out on your own. But you just didn't care to, to figure it out. I, I guess not. I, I guess not. My dad even gave us a gas car each. Yeah, I mean. For gas. Yeah, again. And I think one time I asked him about it, because I was probably 30, and I go, I go, Dad, why did you do all that? Like, why did you? He goes, well, I go, you know that we weren't good to her, you know, we weren't like, we didn't take care of shit. You know? So you just want to make your dad feel like shit now? No, but I said, why <laughs> did you do that when, you know, you didn't have to do that? He goes, well, you know, I grew up with nothing and I wanted to make sure you guys had, you know, See? stuff. There you go. And I said, I appreciate that. But now as an adult, I know I'm not doing that shit for my kids. No, I had the opposite. I drove whatever extra car we happened to have. You at drove the time. a Datsun V210 Yeah, I drove the fuck wagon. out of that thing. Drove to college, drove it till wheels fell off. No, yeah. So, yeah. I think you fuck. And that's why I guess that's why I never got in the cars because I never had a new car. Well, and so the more I was I think, like, whatever. And the more I think about it, too, like my mom and dad, my mom was very good with money. Like, you know, we had a we mm. had a Toyota Corona station wagon back, you know, in 1970 or whatever. And it's in the picture that I mm. posted today. But I remember how good my mom was with money. Like, instead of buying a new car, she reupholstered the whole entire fucking car. She went and took a class on reupholstering cars and she literally fucking my, had my dad take out every seat and she fucking reupholstered the whole entire car to make them look brand new the seats because That's it was a lot of work but it saved my mom money and i didn't get that then but i just thought she was fucking cool because my look at my mom did you know what i mean but i didn't realize my mom did that to save money so she wouldn't have to go buy a car you know so your mom had trades the but you never picked up on those. <laughs> no, I can't even fucking sew. I barely sew a button. And I don't even know where my sewing kit is. So <laughs> yeah, well. I, I sew a button. That's about it. But And I learned right. how to use her machine, but only for fun stuff. Like right. If, she, if I was at her shop, like I would fuck around with making, like pretend I was making a purse, you know? <laughs> and she would be like, you can use that machine over there. That's not my good one. Yeah. You know, you use that Go one. That's the old one. Yeah, there. so I would like find scrap material and I'd make, don't sew your finger, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Because she didn't show me safety issues, safety, uh, nice. how to use a sewing machine safely or anything like that. Because her shit was fast. Like, you yeah. know, you hit that knee, that knee. I don't know. I seen your mom. That knee pad and her shit would go, you know? She's fixed many of my clothing. 
fixed your clothes. He made my wedding uh, bridesmaids yeah. dresses, you know, all that shit. Oh, yeah. But yeah, she was just being really good with money. I just thought, you know, she was, that was cool. She could sew like that. But yeah. She just saved us money from doing all that shit. Yeah. And then, of course, not eating out. We never. We I don't ate, think any. Like, I, we, we never ate out at Smorgabobs. We went to Mr. Steak. That was it. That's only because we knew them. Right. We knew the owners. Was, you probably it, got we didn't go anywhere deals. to eat. No, never. Never went out to eat. We had. Ate home every night. Shakey's Pizza <clears> once a month. Smorgabobs once a month. And Long John Silver's once a month. So maybe three times a month. Yeah, we I went think we out. may have had Long John's every now and then. Six, yeah, but the rest of the week, there was always meat taken out. I didn't start home. eating outside. I was in high school and I was eating out myself. Yeah, with your allowance money. <laughs> yeah, I'd go to fucking fast food and shit. But with I, your friends. I didn't do that shit. And then we ate out like when I was on the road and I was racing, but that was it. Well, so. that's because you're not at home. Yeah. And exactly. you're, with, but what, what did you eat? McDonald's, really? That was all there is. Yeah. McDonald's and Burger like, King. Yeah, Hardee's or whatever the fuck. Yeah, Hardee's. Hardee's. In Tennessee. Wherever. <laughs> wherever the fuck we were at I, re I just remember that arby's and hardy's and shit like that yeah so. but there wasn't a whole bunch of fast food places like there are now like no choices. not to the extent there is yeah there is now not so. choices but anyway all right well it's about time to wrap this up it's been an hour so oh i talk a lot next thing i you know just it's figured that out <laughs> and just now that's just now coming like oh you know what? i think i might talk a lot <laughs> maybe yeah so well. uh, Alrighty. So, all right. Thanks, y'all. See ya. Bye, Felicia. We out this bitch. That's it. We out we this out bitch. This bitch.